Hello, I'm Ed. And I'm Ken. And, and welcome, welcome to Lumbridge. Hello, it's been a hot minute, we know, and we'll apologize in advance, slash, right this very second. Uh, I would rather say thank you for your patience, and welcome back, welcome back, it has been a while, but we finally found time, everything's working out again. Who thought 2022 would start off so busy? I mean, everything's going on, we're just busy with work, busy with life, so... World isn't a great place. Everything's going on. <laughs> everything's going on, but we're at least we're though. here. Yes, we're, everything's all peachy keen in the in the world of Galinar. Oh, Back home at Georgia Lumbridge. peachy. Georgia peachy. Get some of that Colorado Kool Aid to help cool you off during these wintry times. Oh, uh, more like the Sam Adams. Get some Sammy Adams Cold Snap. Warm you right up. You need the seasonal beers. During the seasons, just to make everything fit and feel right. So we're here with a, a episode nine, I believe, right? I do believe so. And uh, we're, we're talking seasons, right? You know, and w- what does RuinScape have? They have different seasons for different modes. That's Are you saying fun. seasonal game modes? Uh, if that's the segue we're going for. I guess we are. <laughs> Yes, we're, we're, we're here to talk about some fun seasonal game modes that uh, Jagex has graced us with in Old School RuneScape to keep the game kind of fresh and alive. Because if you just have RuneScape, you know, and you're trying to crank out new content, I mean, I imagine it's pretty tough. Next just came out not too long ago. They just released the Revenant boss. You know, it's it's tough coming out with new content. I mean, hell, we're even getting a new Ruin Crafting minigame coming out in a short little bit. I mean, it's it's not necessarily a cheat. It's a fun mix-up. You get to mix things up. Now, these fun seasonal game modes, uh, they really do set themselves apart from the regular game because they uh, they have unique aspects that make it completely different than the regular game itself. And it only lasts, typically, for about a month. Yeah, it's not like a seasonal event. It's just a uh, reoccurring mode. And I like that, because, I mean, the seasonal events, that's basically a rehash from last year. I mean, you have the Christmas event, which is basically, you gotta help someone with Christmas spirit. Gotta help Santa. Oh, and It's, like, it's like a continuing story, too. I've never paid that much attention. I would just breeze right through it, because I want the items. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me get back to the grind. What's the new seasonal item? And you always gotta stock up on those party hats. You never know, which they'll never discontinue them. But it's, you know, fast cash if you're hurting for some quick money. Yes, I'm just dying for 15,000 gold right now. You never... Hey, 15,000 gold can make or break that one purchase in the GE. To each their own. <laughs> I just hoard them. Same. Keep them. Collect them. Yeah. You, you always get those grow collectors. It. You gotta grow it. Because you know that's coming every year. But every month... What's it going to be? And we're hoping that they uh, they keep on with these seasonal modes. It's been a while since we've gotten uh, Dead Man mode, which is one of them. But right now, what's going on, I think 
uh, it's still going on. They extended the time. But Leagues, which is one of the newer uh, seasonal modes. Dead Man is an older one. Mm-hmm. Leagues is a relatively new one if you uh, compare the two and when they were first released. Yeah, I never really played Leagues before. Uh, or Dead Man mode for that matter. I just saw it as like too hardcore. But I mean, don't they have the permanent Dead Man modes? Dead Man mode servers? I think they have one or two permanent ones. Um, okay. That's, that's just if you're a real fucking hardcore man that really so, enjoys PvP. That one I could at least see a permanent server. But I mean, I, I, again, I don't play it, so I don't know how they mix it up with the different seasonal events for it. But the the leagues, I played a bit of it just recently, and I could see how that could be something new, like every few months. Well, so far we've had three leagues. Uh, the first league that ever got released was Twisted League. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one was Trailblazer, and the one that's currently going on is Shattered Relics. And each one had its own unique spin on uh, how it worked or how it operated, the mechanics of it, and what the main focus was. Yeah. So let, let's start with leagues then. I'd, I'd say just because it's uh it's definitely unique, and each time they've at least so far what they've shown us when they come out with it, they're trying to add something new to keep it interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, when I first opened it up, it was uh, pretty neat because you would, at least in Shattered Relics, when you first start out, you got to choose which combat stat you want to focus on. And then you got to unlock every other skill, basically, aside from, like, two others. And that, so. For me, that was brutal. Yeah, I mean, you start with thieving, fishing, and a combat. You only get three yeah. skills. Only three. You can try to work on the other ones, but you don't get any XP until you officially unlock it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it, it's, it's nice because it gives you different goals. you got to achieve other things to get the points. But, I mean, at least with the starting in Catherby, you could fish, which is what I did, get that up to 50 in, like, basically 30, 40 minutes. And then I just sold a bunch of stuff for money. You could do thieving to get some quick cash right away. Uh, combat. I did range, which I probably should have done something else just to get a head start, but it, it was still neat. Uh, what I like, though, is while fishing, you could get a chance to get a random relic. Or I don't think it's random. I'm pretty sure it pertains to what you do in, like, skilling, artisan, yeah. combat. You get a skilling relic if you're working on <laughs> skilling. Uh, you get a combat relic if you're working on combat. And then there's some other way to get other relics, I think. Yeah, like artisan or crafting. So if you do, like, fletching, crafting, maybe runecrafting's part of that? I don't know. Runecrafting is such a weird skill to begin with. Basically, yeah. Crafting, gathering, combat. Maybe one or two other, one other, but that's the gist. So, like the main, the main focus around leagues, uh, uh, outside of the uh, the unique mechanics on how it works, is uh, the primary focus on getting points and completing challenges. You have bronze, iron, or steel, uh, mithril, adamant, ruin, and dragon challenges, and each one is worth you know a set amount of points. Dragon... Uh, I think those are the tiers yes. of the points. Yes. And then yeah, the challenges are basically yeah beginner, easy, medium, hard, expert. And each and... time you complete it, it gives you league points, mm-hmm. which progress your uh, your I guess overall ranking in the league. Your rank, and I think it levels up your artifacts too, whichever ones you have yes. equipped. And you need those points. Uh, 
Well, you don't need the points, but you can carry those points actually over into the main game. I guess we should start with this. Leagues operates on old school RuneScape. It's the same main servers. However, it's a server that's separate from the regular servers, where when you log in to a league server, it's as if you're logging into RuneScape and creating a new account. You make a new character, so like fresh edits if you wanted to change up how you looked, and you start out base stats. You're you're yeah. fresh off the boat. You're fresh off a tutorial island. So yeah, it's basically separate from the main game, yep. but and the not, same account. Yes, and nothing you do there carries over to the main game outside of your league points, which you can use at the league shop and get cool, fun cosmetics, which you could also either sell or keep for yourself uh, for that fashion scape. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty sure uh, with the leagues before, it was basically the same. It wasn't there the dragon simi uh, ornament? No, I think there was an abyssal whip ornament. I know that's in the new leagues, but I'm pretty sure they had some for the older leagues, too. Uh, the first leagues, uh, one of the cool... Outside of, like, the, uh, the, I guess, the outfit that you could unlock, mm -hmm. um, each league so far has, like, a set outfit. You have, oh, okay. like, tier one for Twisted League, where you look like a, a very fine gentleman with a top hat and a trail, like a blazer. The second one, you look like a homeless man that is a, <laughs> a vagrant. Uh, and the third one, you look like a badass wizard. Yeah. Which are fun to unlock if, you, if you're if you all about the fashionscape, which I am totally all about. But you could also, depending on how you rank, get a trophy. Yes. And I think the trophies have a special emote, too. They have an emote, so, and you carry them with both hands to show everyone, hey, look, I made it to the best tier, Dragon Tier. It is pretty cool. It's neat. And they and they do have a, a, a top ten, and they obviously give the, uh, the winner something fun and special, I think. That I don't know. I never looked into it too much, but I do know that you get the cool special items. I know I'm never going to get top 10, so I just never bothered. See, those Dragon Tier challenges, uh, maybe, maybe eventually, sometime later. Yeah, no. To me, top 50%, that's, that's a good goal mark. One of the things I really liked about uh, leagues, I, I mean, I played, I, my first league was Shattered Relics, which is the most okay. recent one. Um, I like the fact that it, it's easy to level up because there is a multiplier that goes towards your skilling. It starts off at, you know, a multiplier. Times six, was it? Yeah, I think times six. And then as you continue on, it eventually becomes like a times 10 and then like a times 20 uh, yeah. for multiplying. But like you have to keep playing in order to get those multipliers, which is nice when you hit those later levels mm -hmm. because, you know, that XP rate just all of a sudden skyrockets once you hit like 60s and 70s. Let me make a quick note. It is very nice. I learned that there's no notifications when you get a level, I think up to level 30. Yes. So you you chop one tree down, boom, level 5. Chop another one, boom, level 6. No interruptions, which is no. great. And then level 30, you get 5 fish, boom, 31. Okay. Get another 6, boom, 32. But it interrupts, so you got to keep clicking. But the pace of the game is really nice. It's very fast, and... and that makes sense. They want it to be fast-paced due to the fact that like it's only here oh, yeah. for a month. It's short-term, so you, they want you to progress levels so you could actually get to the, doing the achievements, doing the challenges. Because if they had it at regular pace, and God, that would take forever for everyone, at least for like a majority of the players. Yeah. You don't have a lot of hardcore skillers and PvPers, or not PvPers, combat players out there that would 
be able to breeze through that content real quick mm-hmm. within a month, which is nice. It's still going to be a grind to get the higher levels, I bet, but it at least gets you to where you need to be pretty quickly. So one of the, like we were talking about before, the mechanics or like the fun gimmick of the most recent leagues is you start with three skills right out the bat. And as you level up, you get these league points, but you also get sage points. Yeah. And you got to use those sage points, like 10 sage points or seven sage points, depending on what you want to unlock skills, bosses, and even some quests. Like you can't do a quest or you can't do a boss unless you personally unlock it. With achievements. With the quests, though, I thought I read, it just, uh, it not only unlocks it, but it completes it. Oh. So, so you like can go Monkey Madness, it? Monkey Madness 2, I think, or what was it, no, the Tree Gnome Village quest line. Yeah. You just, 15 points, unlocked, done. Completed, so you don't Completed. even have to go through it? No. Oh. So right away, you could use the, I'm pretty sure, the Spirit Tree, Gnome Tree Transports. You can equip, one, well, you got to buy it first, of course, but you could equip the Dragon Simi, do all that, just because, boom, 15 Sage Points, unlock. Now, so the, that is very nice, because I am not doing Monkey Madness anytime soon. We still have to complete it on our mains. Uh, not <laughs> Eventually. <anytime> soon. <laughs> but some of the other, the other two leagues had different uh, gimmicks as well. The one prior, uh, Trailblazer, the second leagues, uh, instead of unlocking skills... You had to unlock regions in the original Galanor. So, like, you would pick out the area you wanted to start in. If you were a madman, I guess you could start in Tirowin, which is, like, you know, you have to go through Regicide, essentially. Not Regicide. Uh, underground Pass to get to where the elves are. You start there. Let's say you chose to start there with base skills. A lot of people did that because they are uh, masochistic and wanted to start off in one of the hardest regions in order to actually level up. And do what you need to do to progress. Or you could pick Mauritania or the basic Mistalane. Mistalane. Yeah, the the regular area. Um, But you had to unlock the regions through whatever point system they had. That, I feel, is... I don't know. That's its own challenge in of itself. Because, yeah, you could do everything you want and level up whatever you want. But... You're limited to resources, limited to quests, and just re- uh, everything you need. Also, purchasing, like, how are you going to get equipment outside of, you know, it's going to be tougher to get equipment. Yeah, but, I mean, even then, it's already tough to get it in the Shattered League. I mean, I could buy it, but I'm going to need to do, uh, invest points, Sage points, to get a good skill to make money. And I already did that with Fletching, because I'm doing range, of course. And, uh, I mean, I already made, like, some good cash for, you know, fishing and that, just by selling all the unfinished bows at the little general store. But, I mean, yeah, if it's region-locked, how, how are you going to do it? Where are you going to go buy? Can... Like, like, say, uh, if you do the Lumbridge area, yeah, you could do smithing and easily get that for armor. But uh, if you're in the underground pass, is there any, like, low-level ore? No. Are there any general? I mean, there's general stores, I'm sure, but... I don't think there's any ore in Tirowin. I don't think there's no, there's no mining over there. So you just have to get lucky with your drop rate. Yep. But I, I guess we should add this real quick. For all the leagues, it has been treated like Iron Man mode. You're not allowed yeah. to trade with players, and there is no GE. 
So it's basically you and yourself versus everyone else in terms of acquiring points. If you look at it from a high score standpoint. Because you can get kicked out of Dragon, at least in terms of the tier. Oh, yeah. You can get kicked out. I don't think we mentioned it. I mean, I think, uh, pretty sure it's all on percentages. Yes. uh, At least for the top tiers. But I think for the lower ones, you need a minimum amount of points to reach that. I think it, and then I think the ruined. top, the top three, four, maybe the top five tiers. It's all based on percentiles. So like Dragon is your top one or two percentile of everyone that did League with the score, and then it's like top five, top ten, it's maybe tough. top twenty percent. Heck, if you see someone with a Ruin trophy, like even though it's not the greatest tier, like they still work their butts off to get there. Yeah. Yeah, so there, there's mad respect in that. See, I'm hoping... Uh, so we did do a little bit of research before this, uh, and they have talked about how they don't want to ever have discontinued items in the game because that's what broke the market way back in original RuneScape. What with the party hats and the, uh, the Halloween masks. Oh, yeah, yep. So they were saying that if they stop doing leagues altogether, there will still be ways to get those uh, those cosmetics outside of league points. Because right now, that's the only way you can get them, at least by yourself, if you're not buying them off the Grand Exchange. Yeah. I mean, even like the, what was it, the gold ornament kit for like dragon armor or the scimitars, those cost a pretty penny. At least a mil or two for oh. some of them. Some of them, were, I think, were like six mil. So, I mean, I mean for most... High-level players, that is, like, relatively cheap. But for most people, that's going to be, like, you got to grind to get it. And It's not easy getting a mill if you don't know the ins and outs of making money. But at least it's not, you know, one party hat equals the entire economy. (laughs) It's more than just a max cash stack. (laughs) But um, they they said that there'll be other ways to get those points or get Mm -hmm. those cosmetics. They also said they might rerun... Some of the older leagues. Like, even though we're on Leagues 3, maybe the next leagues, if they wanted, they might do Twisted League again. And I want to do... Out of all the leagues I've seen, uh, Trailblazer seemed fun because of the region lock. Um, I won't lie, I got burnt out real flipping quick for uh, Shattered Relics. Just because, for me, unlocking skills, that that bogged me down real quick. Where I'm like, I like... I don't... I have the attention span of a kindergartner. Oh, I will do a so, yeah. skill for a couple levels, and then I'll be like, all right, I'm bored with this. I'm going to go and work on this other skill. Yeah, but even then, you spend 30 minutes, you're already at, like, level 30. True. And that's if, you know, you're really going at it. I'm sure you could get to level 40 oh, just easily. by doing 30 minutes. But, like, like, you need sage points, and sometimes to get those yeah. sage points, you're not getting enough points from just leveling up that skill alone. You need to do other uh, things as let well. Me think. Well, at least in my experience... I have two level 50s, and that's cooking and fishing. I unlocked cooking, I think, pretty much right away, because I want to get these levels up. I don't want to just cook fish and not need it, you know? So I did that, and right off the bat, I mean, I think I did fishing to, like, level 30, or, yeah, level 30-ish. Because, I mean, to unlock the sage points, you got to do the different challenges, you gotta focus on like the. You gotta do these challenges you get, if I you want to play the game. One stage point for getting a, your first level ten, first level twenty, first level fifty, and those are the easy challenges. They, they don't give you two points until you hit level fifty, I think. Then it's like, oh, you hit level fifty instead of one stage point, have two. But Is it that costs, how it works? Yes. Uh, well, because for some tiers. challenges, some it's challenges, tiers. I thought. 
Because well, you got to move once you hit adamant tier mm-hmm. challenges like the adamant, then you start getting two points. I think ruin is three and dragon is four, at least in terms of sage points. I don't know how much. Maybe it'll un- or change the amount you get for each one because I know the beginner and easy. I think you get one. And what was it, like five sage, or one sage point, five league points, something like that. Yeah, minuscule. And then like hard, I think you get like double that, so you'll get two sage points and like 10 or 20 league points. Either way, you still got to grind through the challenges. I mean, that's that's like the main focus of leagues, though, yeah, is like, doing those challenges. I had to do sheep shear just to get my one sage point, and I don't even get the crafting XP. Oof, crafting XP, man. So it's like, I mean, yeah, I chopped down some wood so I could get the uh, the achievement or whatever. Get the uh, sage point. But I mean, right then, I just put that into woodcutting. And then it's like, oh, well, chop down 100 willows and we'll give you one sage point. So like, ah, another 30 minutes just single-clicking these fucking trees for the one point. So yeah, I could see how you could get burnt out very easy. And it's a cool gimmick. They don't make it cheap to unlock stuff. I think the no. cheapest unlock is seven sage points, and that's for five. Like, I think five, five, and then yeah, seven. And, that, and that's for like mediocre skills. Yeah. And if you want like the more renowned skills, it's like ten minimum or fi- yeah, up to 15. fifteen at max. If I remember Fletch was fifteen, so that was fun. That's a lot of sage points. And then unlocking bosses. What I wanted to do, I wanted to get the winter top boss. So I unlocked oh, wood cutting yeah. and. Uh, fire making and it's I think fifteen or twenty points on like winter yeah. tot and I'm sitting there Even like then, Oof, you could, that's tough. Oh, I don't think we've mentioned it, but unlimited run energy, very yes. nice, very appreciated. Which is what I was gonna say. I just ran immediately from Catherby all the way to Lumby, and of course I unlocked each uh, lodestone along the way. I'll say for um, the third leagues, they did make that nice with the lodestones, like an RS three. Okay. Where like almost each major city had a lodestone yeah. instead of having to unlock the teleports via magic. So yeah, I think your default home telly is Catherby. But you could if you're in a major town like, you know, Lumby, Varak, Thalador, or you Dwayne. could use the uh, lodestone and just instantly teleport. I think free of charge. Yes. Which so, is nice. Yeah. You don't have to waste time running or using runes. Which I guess fits into the whole idea, like, hey, limited time, chop, chop. It's like, quick, come on, gotta move fast. So, I mean, I didn't look up the meta, because to me that's too, that's cheating in a way. It's like, let me experience this firsthand. And even then, it's like, you gotta run to Lumbee, do these quests, get like a couple points, focus on a skill, power through it, get a couple more. And then once you unlock another skill, it's like, okay, this opens up a few other... uh, achievements and challenges i think it's just going to take a while to get to where you want to be and and the relics too um we kind of brushed up on them but like at least for the most recent league that is the main focus are Mm -hmm. the relics you can unlock and out of you know in comparison to the first two leagues the relics they were there they weren't the main focus um you had several tiers of relics and once you pick a relic from that tier you can never pick the other options Whereas in Shattered Relics, you can swap between the relics you have equipped whenever you want, which is uh, Whenever great. you're in a bank, I bank, believe yes, you yes. can swap freely. You are correct. I was so annoyed. I just want to fish. Let me equip it right now. I don't want to run to bank. Nah, man, you got to go to that bank. I mean, that was one of my questions with the relics. You could level them up and get additional, I think, perks, additional uh, bonuses. 
but you have to level them up as you get league points. So I was stuck, like, well, what if I want to do combat? Do I have to only focus on combat relics to level them up? Or can I level multiple ones up? So, like, I don't know the meta. Am I supposed to have a game plan and then follow it? Or can I sort of freely choose between them if I want to maximize? I think if you wanted to get to Dragon, you would need a plan ahead. But if you're just looking to enjoy, just by all means, go, go for it. That's what I went in. I was like, I was thinking to myself, I'm not going to be competitive. I'm probably going to get bronze, maybe steel at best. Mithril if I really put in dedicated time, but yeah. I'm not getting that. I focused on the fishing and I think another fishing-esque relic. Basically, you know, I get a chance at getting rare rewards or rare drops if I fish. And then there's a small chance with another relic stone uh, that the fish you catch are automatically caught and you get the cooking XP, regardless of cooking level. So, it's nice. But at the same time, for, like, realistic, trying to get dragon, I don't think that'll be too helpful. No. Once again, getting dragon, you need to go with the meta. Yeah. Um, but that's why I kind of like the older leagues. At least, I never played them, but looking back at them in comparison to what's currently out, I kind of want to go back and at least try those ones out, because the focus isn't on the relics. I would, like they, there are relics, and you do want to pick what benefit, like what you think would benefit you the most out of what you want to get out of, you know, your run through that season. Um, like for example, there's one where it's you, it's it's like a high tier relic. You have one tick less in attack speed, so you're like shredding through everyone, magic spells included. Or you could pick something that's more skill oriented. If you're like, I don't care about combat, let's focus on. Something that helps boost my skilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of all the, the leagues, like I was saying, this one, definitely the most complicated. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of burnout, though. I could see that. Because, I mean, yeah, before, how many overall uh, relics were there? There like, were six tiers, and each tier had three for you to pick from. Okay, so yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Super simple. Super simple. easy. Now, no, you, you unlock them as you go. There's, there's you a lot of them. You can choose, but, you know, a whole lot. You can have up to, I think you can equip up to like eight, maybe ten relics. Yeah, I think uh, you, you slowly you unlock, unlock them, and to unlock the tier you need so many, I think, points. Yes. You can't just equip eight right out the gate. You can equip two... Um, and then eventually as you level up your tier, now you can equip three, then four, yeah. then five. But it is cool, because with so many, different ones have different set bonuses. Uh, aside from you could level up the individual one to get additional bonus. Like, I think the one set bonus I remember was Trailblazer. If you get three relics with that, I think you get one... You get it basically teleport to whichever lodestone you want. Free Dang. of charge, I think. Ooh. So, I mean, that's nice. You could freely go wherever um, without having to be at a lodestone, I believe. Oh, that's right. You have to use lodestones in order to go to the lodestones. Yeah. That's right. But I think with the Trailblazer, if I remember, you could just do that, I think. Like RS3. You just hit that home telly and you get to choose your lodestone kind of deal. I think so, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, different perks like that. Uh, there was another one, uh, combat-oriented. I think you get... Uh, what was it, additional damage output or a chance for additional damage? Still. Maybe it was uh, on a successful attack, you get a chance at a double attack roll. So it's not going to hit once, it's, it'll hit twice. So just cool small stuff like that. 
I, I, I'll say this. If older leagues come out, we got to try those ones and just compare them to the most recent leagues. I mean, that's our only exposure right now is like the most yeah. complicated one. I think the first leagues, it was so simple. All I had was relics and you're just region locked to Great Corrent slash uh, Kebos lands. That was a, you know, super simple. You're just region locked here. Uh, you unlock relics. You have multiple or a multiplier on XP. Have fun. Do your best. Complete challenges. And then as they, you know, released more mm-hmm. games, it got more complicated. Like you unlock this, you unlock that, you unlock. Yeah. It, 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 I think it bogged down how enjoyable leagues was because there's all these extra mechanics going on and you have all these other things you need to worry about. Like you have to kind of plan it out if you want to hit the top. Whereas before it's just play the game and have fun. Just play in Corrent. Yeah. Just have at it. And then I guess the next iteration, it makes sense. It's expanding upon it. Like, hey, you choose the starting spot now. You can unlock other areas, but this is where you start. Pretty much the same as before, but we're going to open it up. And now it's basically, here are the rules. You unlock your skills. Good luck. Have fun. Deal with this. Everywhere's unlocked, though, which I guess is nice. Yeah, you could freely go wherever, which I guess it would make sense then if you're unlocking skills. But, I mean, yeah, like we've been saying, you got to plan ahead. And if this is your first experience, I mean, how are we going to plan ahead? Oh, my goodness. I, it was an information overload, at least for my first mm-hmm. time. I think I hopped on, made my character, read everything. The The cutscene I thought was really neat. I want more cutscenes like that in RuinScape because it was when you first make your character, it was this, like, cave drawing background or like a flip book like a all right think of uh deathly hollows in harry potter when they're telling that story it was kind of like that where it was like this these crude drawings kind of going on in the background it's like i've been watching over you you entertain me have fun kind of deal make make me laugh i never watched harry potter so i don't know what you're talking about right. but to me what it looked like was uh wasn't it the opening of shrek going through the story yes like that? Yeah, all right all right there's a better uh, comparison it was like the opening of shrek kind of deal i like that that was really cool i wish they do make kind of a more uh narrative out of the leagues that would that, yeah just overall narration and runescape would be nice i don't think there was voice acting if there was i, I don't know i had it muted Oh, uh, I don't think there was. No, I don't think there's any voice acting in old school, which no. I'm not upset Wasn't about. Wasn't there voice acting in RS3? Yes, there is voice acting in RS3. They also changed the soundtrack. Yeah, I don't think I could ever play RS3. I tried. It's it's a pay to it's a pay to win or a pay to level up. Like if you're a member and you put money in, um, they basically give you special currency to spend on shit that gives you free levels, essentially. Oh. Which is kind of stupid. We can talk about RS3 some other time because that's that that is a story of itself. That's a heated topic. It is. We we were we were around during all of that, and we left after a while. I tried to return, and I couldn't stay. <laughs> I tried my best. I'm like, I'm a member. I can enjoy this. And then they reworked smithing till they ruined it, and I'm like, I hate this. It's um, yeah. It's we'll have to do that for one of the other episodes. Yes, we RS3 to old school. Talk. Um, but with but I mean, that, I think we covered a good chunk of leagues. I mean, what what else can we can I mean, we say? Yeah, I touched upon what I wanted with the. Is there a meta for the relics? I mean, of course, that's there the is. thing. There's always going to be a meta because if you get the experience with it, I'm sure you have to plan ahead if you want to maximize the output for the different relics. 
Um, sorry, there, there's a cat that wants to get on our desk. Toby wants attention. He does. But when you give attention, he squirms away. And he gives you the dirty eye, like, why aren't you giving me attention? Pet me with your eyes, not your hands. It. But, no, I think that's pretty much all what I wanted to say with leagues. It was a cool experience. It's a nice seasonal event type thing. It, like, it's a, I guess it's not really a seasonal event, but a reoccurring... Um, it's still seasonal, I'd say. I don't want to say spin-off, but it kind of is a spin-off. It's a great way to take a break from the game, but still being able to play the game. Like, if you want to play RuneScape, yeah. but you're like, I'm tired of the grind, but I still want to play, it's it's a fun way to at least escape your regular daily grind, if it's getting a little yeah. bogged down. You're like, alright, I want to play, but you know, I really don't want to do what I've been doing, and I'm tired of all of that. You know, it's something to change it up. The only comparison, I guess, that comes to my mind is like... Uh... I played Azure Lane for a while, one of those ga- gacha, gacha games on the phone. Oh. You know, the ship girl one. Oh, yeah, And yeah, there's, yeah. like, you know, the main storyline, but then they all, they have, like, several other side stories, and it's a completely different mini-campaign. It's something like that. It's it's a nice break from the main story. It's like a side thing. quest kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, it has, you know, easy ones, hard ones. You get special rewards, I'm pretty sure, and that's what it is. It's a nice break. And with that, uh, a word from our sponsor. I hope you enjoyed that fun interlude, because we probably don't have any sponsors by the time this video is released. We don't have any sponsors. I want to thank our sponsor for, you know, giving us uh, that that nice check of zero dollars. We really appreciate it, going straight into the podcast, straight into the, you know, the work effort, the war effort, if you will. I like how we've talked about if we ever get, we're not looking for sponsors because we don't give a shit. This is a passion project. You ever see the videos of Norm McDonald has a podcast, and then they just shit on their sponsor, the man great? <laughs> I feel like that would almost be us. If Raid Shadow Legends offered us, I think we'd say yes, and then when we would do their advertisement, it's... we'd be like, Raid Shadow Legends, fuck them. Ah, well, they give you a script, so yeah. you have to read from the script, but you Hell can no. do what Norm does and just make your own interjections. I, I, I like but that. Either idea. way, I'd like to congratulate a, uh, Raid Shadow Legends. A hundred million dollars in, uh, what was it, the whole, you know, advertising finally paid off. They got their first download. <laughs> they finally got a player. They got them. There's no multiplayer yet. They're, they're still working on the fact that they need more players. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played it, so I have no clue. It just looks like an uninteresting game. Anyway. Unlike <laughs> Dead Man Mode, which is very interesting, not for the faint of heart. No, if you are a PvP or Dead Man, I mean, that's all Dead Man Mode is. It's all about PvP. And if you're all about that high risk, high reward, it's the game for you. It honestly is, because it is. If you're terrified of losing something, don't play Dead Man Mode. I don't even know if it operates on the same account or if it's like leagues where it's a brand new account. 
But it's it's an intense. I think it would mode. be a separate, like I think a so. separate character same account. Because there is a there is a multiplier for skills. Um, yes. You get a times five multiplier, and you also have a grace period. The first twelve hours of in-game time, uh, when you when you start, no one can attack you, which is great. If Unless you, wanna... you initiate, right? No, you can't even attack other players. Oh, yet. really? You got twelve hours of peace before war sets in, and I think everywhere it, it's like the uh, the PvP worlds. With... Okay, yeah, but it I don't know. I I looked at the uh, the quick wiki. I know banks are safe spaces for a lot of towns and areas, but I think it even said, like, Falador's a safe area. Yeah, I think some areas are entirely safe just mm-hmm. because of, you know, the skilling things that you would need to do, like run to a furnace, okay, uh, yeah. run to a smithing anvil. Like, you want to at least have some safe place for doing the small yeah. work, but if you go out and about and you're trying to collect crap, like that good shit, you're, you're, you're risking it, bud, but good luck. So Deadman Mode is much like Leagues in the term of it's seasonal. Um, unfortunately, they haven't released a Deadman seasonal mode in quite a while. I think they have that permanent server. Okay, yeah. But there hasn't been any like high score servers in two years we looked up. It was back in uh, sometime like mid-2020 was the About last... two years ago, you were saying. Yeah. yeah. The, the last big Deadman mode. And, and if you are one of the top 2,000 players... In that season of Dead Man Mode, they offer you an invite to the Invitational where you have a chance to compete with 1,999 other players. And the lone survivor, the last person alive, gets a $20,000 cash prize. That is pretty awesome. That's a huge incentive to learn how to PvP, especially at the highest level. Because Dead Man Mode is unique out of all of the other PvP modes in... You know, you, you lose all of your equipped items, so it's like high risk. But it goes beyond that. It used to be uh, you drop a bank key, mm-hmm. and the, whoever killed you now has access to 28 of your highest valued items in your bank based on grand exchange prices. Not high elk prices, grand exchange prices. Oof. And uh, they eventually lowered that to the top 10, which is still a hefty hit from your bank. That is not a, uh, a a small blow, shall we say. On top of that, you also lose experience in all skills except for five. You could choose two combat skills and three uh, skills, like regular skilling three skills, regular. that don't lose experience. How much XP do you lose? Uh, it's based on the attacker's or the aggressor's combat level versus yours with this really complex algorithm. Okay, so and if they're pretty equal, I'm sure you lose more. Uh, yes. I think the greater the difference, at least if you are a higher level and they're a lower level, you're going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, if you're a lower level and they're a higher level, kind of makes sense that you don't get as punished because... So would your combat level also get changed? I think it could. Um, Okay. I don't know if you go down levels. I think you would actually go down levels because... That's what I would think. Which which is rough. So then can't you just pure? Just become a pure and just ruin people's days i don't think that there's a uh, unlike the wilderness you know where there's mm-hmm. oh you can only attack people plus or minus 20 your level you can attack anyone anywhere if you see a level three yeah you can ruin their day but what good does that do you it boosts my self-esteem <laughs> always got a gank oh so yeah i just realized then this is the only time in runescape where you could effectively gank yep 
Uh, you want to make sure you have buddies because it's a very dangerous game. If the Alliance are going to make my life a living hell in World of Warcraft, I will take that frustration into RuneScape and ruin everyone's lives just trying to quest. You got someone trying to do the uh, the baker's assistant? No. no, no. You had twelve hours to do this. No, you don't get to do this. You should have done this right out the gate for that quick XP. <laughs> so yeah. I don't like PvP, really, but this does seem like a fun mode. If it is, I think it is, like we were saying, separate, at least in terms mm-hmm. of save file. I would give it a shot. I don't think I'd do well. I think I'd be Well, broke. you have 12 hours of in-game time to do whatever you want, level up anything you need. And, I mean, 12 hours of game time, that's pretty hefty. That is a lot of game time. You can get a lot done in 12 hours, especially with a multiplier for experience. Mm-hmm. Six two-hour sessions four three-hour sessions, you could get a whole lot done in that one week. Oh, and then the, the nice thing is, uh, should you level up your HP to certain uh, tiers, I guess yeah. they have it, you can ensure that your HP doesn't go below said tier. If you don't ensure it, though, your HP will never go below 10, at least. Okay, yeah. But, you know. Still. Oof. 10 HP, you're probably going to get one shot. I uh, didn't make the notes. If I remember, I think it was like... 500,000, no, 250,000 for less than 25, 50 was like 500,000, and then level 75 insured was like 750,000 gold. Ah, I got got the wiki pulled up. Uh, So for 25 HP, it's 25,000. Oh, 25,000. For 50 HP, it's 100,000. And then to make sure you don't go below 75,000, it's 1 mil. One mil, and that's each death, I'm assuming, each life. Yes, um, at least then you won't go below set amounts. Mm-hmm. Um, but much like leagues, it's an Iron Man mode. You're not allowed to trade with other players. So yeah, it's going to be fairly tough, unless you're already at that high-level grind set. If you know what you're doing, it's it's a, uh, it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to learn real quick, trial by fire. It's I'll be, be a pacifist. I'll get a I'll get ninety nines without combat. Do what you what we would need to do if they ever release it again is just focus on getting the uh, the special swamp bark, um, and enta- for entangle and mm-hmm. you entangle someone and you just run away. That that would be <laughs> the best pacifist round. Like no, I don't want to fight you. You stay there. Goodbye. So I have to get mage up, as well as rune crafting. And just so protect. I can entangle. Yep, and always protect at least those two skills. So you keep your entangle, so you don't lose them levels. That's that's pretty smart. Defense and mage, and then I guess keep rune crafting so you can get the runes. And then what would you be your other two skills though? Mining? No, because you don't uh, need to worry you about don't mining. Need mining. No. I guess it'd be really whatever you want. Maybe herb lore for hmm. them pots. Maybe herb lore and mining because. You want those pure essence, which is 30 mining required. But, like, th- this is the pacifist route. We're, we're talking about PvP here. We're talking about shrekking some noobs. Then I guess we're the noobs. Slayer would definitely be one of them, because you need a money-making method. Slayer and you're going to you use that elks. to uh, high elks. And you're also going to use that to level up your combat. I'd probably say strength, for sure. Strength and defense. I mean, I don't know what the meta would be uh, for dead man mode. I think it depends on how you want to go about That's combat. That's true. Because if you do defense and strength, you could hit hard, defend well, but then you can't use your weapons. But vice versa, attack and defense, you can't hit high. Well, with I like I think 
I don't know when the Dragon Warhammer came out. It came out with Corrent, I think at the same time, or relatively okay. a little bit after. But, you know, you can survive on almost a strength pure now and still smack some biddies because you got the Inquisitor gear, which is true minimal requirements, and you got the, you know, the Warhammers, which are just strength requirements. So you don't even need to worry about any attack. You just need to worry about strength. But, I mean, attack is how accurately you hit. True. But for a pure on a, on a PvP-only server where the objective is to hit hard at least enough to KO to survive, it, it's... You, you, I don't know. I'd probably do that then. Just, just focus on pure strength, maybe some defense at one point. And then just, yeah, go ham. Oh, and one of the cool things as well is every time you kill someone and you get their bank key, you have a special skull above your head that tells you, or not even just you, but everyone around you, how many bank keys you currently have until you like go to the bank and cash them all in. And you, and you can't really go into a safe area until you're no longer sculled. Because if you go into a safe area while sculled, a special elite guard level... Uh, One three three seven. Yeah. L e e t. Level elite. Uh, will wreck your day. He hits through prayers, uh, mad damage, and just he is killable. I have watched a few uh, uh, YouTubers kill the elite guard after PVPing someone in the safe area, and survive. And do they drop anything? I uh, I don't think so. I don't think there's uh, any worth there's, to it. It's merely kill it to survive. You, you want to get rid of it because it will ruin your day. and Or you could run away and then, you know, maybe take your chances with a few other PvPers. Yeah, but still, if you could kill it, I'd think that it should drop something. The ultimate bank key. <laughs> no. But it, it, as you have more bank keys, I think you can only hold up to five. Okay. Yeah, because um, I think I only saw up to five on the skulls. And if someone else kills you, they get all those bank keys as well. And as well as yours. Yes. Well, I don't. I think they might lose whatever is your lo- the lowest valued bank key. Okay. But you know, that's so they get your rough. top ten items, or they get a pick from your top ten. You get the top ten items, and it's based on GE price. Okay. So the minute someone dies, those items are immediately taken out of their bank. They don't have those items, and those are your items. As long as you cash in that bank key. If you don't cash in that bank key, someone else gets it and now it's their items. But Okay. That's that's rough. Some of the some of the strategies I've seen, because um, you can insure a few items in your bank uh, to never lose them in mm-hmm. case you end up running out of, you know, items in your bank. Like let's say you have only have nine items. Okay. All yeah. those are gone, except for I think like a small three or mm-hmm. four amount. Um, some of the strategies have been you want something that gives you a lot of money for high elking because you want to get some money back so you can buy your gear kind of deal. I've seen people use dragon long swords, um, anything with like 100,000 or close to like at least 50,000 high elk ability. So you get at least some funding. Okay, yeah. But even then you could just start the grind over again. You could. I mean, if you're phenomena PvPing... Uh, I mean, shit, just be aggressive as heck. True. Just take on the world, and the world will take you on. And if you prove them wrong, ho-hoo-ee, you're going to be a rich boy, and you're going to them invitationals. But, uh, but then everyone's just going to be specking each other, mad item switches. 
a great place to at least learn would be Last Man Standing. Um, oh, true. Because they give you items. But also for uh, Dead Man Mode, almost all the mini games are disabled. You can't do any mini games aside yeah. from a few of them, and they're like a little bit tweaked. They're tweaked. Yeah. Um, Mage Training Arena or area, not the arena. The 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 area itself is tweaked. Um, but you can still do it because, you know, you can get some good items from it, like mm-hmm. the Infinity Boots and the uh, the Mage Book. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, those make sense, because those are not necessarily in the meta, but they're items you could use. I know uh, Pest Control was not one of them. Yeah, so no I guess Void Equipment. Well, Void Equipment's more so for training, I thought. Oh, I see, I've seen a lot of people use Void Equipment for PvPing, mm-hmm. um... Because you can swap real quick from range to melee. All it takes is one helmet switch, and then now you're doing better melee damage. Okay, no one uses yeah. magic for void equipment because it's booty. But range and melee, it would be great for dead man mode, I would say, personally. Mm-hmm. Because it's low equipment value, um, and you, you just do a real quick swap instead of having to do like click, 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 click. Now you have a new setup. That's true. But... It kind of makes sense why they got rid of the, some of the mini games, um, because it's it's not focused on doing mini games. It's all about it's focused PvP. Yes, it's all about world you. interaction, not so much the passive experience stuff or whatever. Castle Wars makes sense. Yeah, there's purely no cosmetic. Castle. Yeah, but I do wish that they added pest control at least for void equipment or made it somehow accessible. Uh, but even then, with the XP boost, what's the point? True. I mean, well, once again, the void equipment, though, it'd be I so mean, fun. Yeah, they could alter it a little. Or at least have a different way to get the void equipment. But it's not tradable, so you can't even get it if it drops. You could make it worth, like, a cash stack or something. Um, that's how they handle some items in the wilderness. If it's not tradable, mm-hmm. um, but you lose it, instead it goes to, like, it drops its high elk value. Where it's like, oh, okay. you, you kill them with this one item that they wouldn't be able to trade. Well, they get 100000 because they killed you with that. They don't get that, but they get what it's, it's worth. It's something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I could see both sides then, but I don't know. I'm going to say I don't think pest control should be in it. Ah, uh, fair. But we'll, we'll agree to disagree. There's other metas you could follow. There's better items you could use. Especially with such a boosted experience rate. There's no need in getting that for grinding your levels up. You could already get something better, and it still progress fast. True. I mean, you'd be able to go through uh, your, your. Oh man, I can't think of it. Fletching, fletching, fletching? and crafting to make quick armor fast. Um, mm-hmm. I guess what you would really want to do is just save the skills that help benefit you to get back to being high level or having high level equipment. True. Like, want to make sure that you have everything you need in order to remake the, that equipment you lost, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that, yeah, because even, even if you die, you still have your means to get back. But if you only protect your PvP skills and oriented stuff, if you die a few times, just imagine you're trying to get back and someone ganks you. Next thing you know, your skills are even lower. So you lower, have to start lower, the grind lower, up, lower. and your bank account just keeps going down. Until you have no items left, and you're just a poor boy starting back almost from zero. It's, it is definitely a very brutal game mode, but I would love to give it a shot if they ever come back with it. I mean, I probably won't get far. I'm definitely not going to go to that invitational unless I really step up my um, game. I'm trying to remember. I don't 
think I've seen the servers. How many people are on the dedicated dead man mode? Not Usually it's like what eight hundred. Maybe Something on a good like day. I've I've I haven't actually seen the dead man server. Um, either that or oh, I just really? or I, I I might just like automatically tune out all the red star rules. Oh, yeah, I just don't even bother looking at them because I can't PvP. I don't want to lose <laughs> my shit. I worked hard to get all that, and by worked hard, I got a mill. I'm a I'm a waste it real quick. Unless I was like in Varrock or something selling plate bodies on Iron Man, I wouldn't go to hardcore. Imagine doing uh, hardcore dead man mode uh, with an Iron Man. I've seen a few people only do hardcore Iron Man on PvP worlds, and it's fun to watch because it's scary and intense. Because, you know, they're trying to climb up the high scores. They're yeah. trying to get that high score only on PvP worlds as a hardcore Iron Man. That, that is, there should be a title for that in and of itself. Hardcore PvP only. Come on, Jagex. Where's that at? They could easily take one of the uh, non-themed servers and just turn it into that. PvP world. Iron Man only. That'd be fun. Hardcore Iron Man Hardcore. Only. Kind of, kind of like a hardcore mode on Minecraft, where the minute you die, you're kicked from the server and you can never come back. On that one account. Yes. It's not a server character, it's a server-wide character. So you can't go to that world. You still get to have like your stats and everything mm -hmm. you build up, but you, you've lost your rank on that. You, you can't come back to that server. You can't try again. It's like, there you are, you're done. Yep. Come on, Jagus. We got ideas to make this thing interesting. Hire us, please. At least for ideas. We can't program. One server, you're not doing anything, just changing. I mean, I, I always say this. I mean, how hard could coding be? But it's it's hard. I, I but mean, even then, just one server. You could do it for a month or two and then change it back to whatever. Make it a seasonal thing. Hardcore Iron Man kick from... Well, I guess that's what the Invitational is. But that's dead man mode. Yeah. You get their bank account. This is just... No, it's just a normal account. PvP server. For hardcore Iron Man only. Well, the Invitational itself, the one that's worth money, uh, once you die, you're kicked. You can't. Mm -hmm. You're you're out of the Invitational. You're no longer on it because it's it's yeah. You, once you die, it's like you weren't the lone survivor. You did not out survive everyone, kind of deal. Um, but like make that a reoccurring thing, not just for money, but like for casuals that just want to give it a shot. Although, the amount of accounts that would be created just to get back in to try again. The amount of fake emails. Oh, that's <laughs> the, true. the market would get flooded. So I guess there, there's one incentive not to do that. Yes, but at the same time, if you have to force you to get a membership for it, membership only. Oh, yeah. That, I think that should be a free-to-play kind of deal. Because once you're kicked, you're kicked. Or, or membership just to, yeah, I think. It's a special little, uh, special server for members. Hey, try this. Hardcore. You can't trade with anyone. It's like dead man mode, but you're kicked from the server when you're done. But you get to still enjoy your account. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then how would bonds work? And would it be like, would it be like the seasonal servers where it's like, all right, here you go. Um, fresh account, like, Let's say Megabutter were to go onto that. I have my regular servers, mm -hmm. and then there's that. Would it be like, would it make more sense to have that be like its own individual server separate from the others, but still old school accounts? 
at least that way, because you have your main, you're already paying for membership on your main. You want to give it a shot, but you don't want to pay for membership okay, on Okay, so yeah, account. you're not permanently kicked, but all your stats reset to zero. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. You got to start over. You don't save anything. You start over. Jagex, come on. <laughs> We're just troubleshooting everything. But dead man mode, definitely... For anyone who actually wants to get into like serious PvPing, that's that it does is seem the like your go-to mode. Although I don't, they haven't said anything on when they're coming out with another season. Mm, maybe it's the popularity. Because it's could, one of the most popular modes, at least for the old school community. Because PvP is huge in old school. Well, I mean, it's popular, but I thought their big gripe is it's getting stale. It is very stale. And so maybe that's why, because aside from the thrill, it's just the same old mechanics. I mean, we talked about this in our last episode. PvP compared to all the other games, RuneScape really sets itself apart because mm-hmm. there is a risk to PvP. Not just, oh, you go to a graveyard and you can't do yeah. what you wanted to do. It's You're risking something to gain something. But like, wow, there's a whole point system. You could get ranks, you could get items, mounts. Ah, but that's just with- a grind. It's still PvP. Yeah. It's a different type of mechanic. It's a different, different type, of, type of gameplay. And then, yeah, RuneScape, it's really just the in-game wealth. You get the drops. You risk something to gain something. I mean, even then, I mean, yeah, there's Last Man Standing, which has its own perks and rewards. Ah, I don't know. I, I do feel like-, like there could be something a bit more exciting. Whereas um, instead of everyone's on an equal playing field... You get the different, you know, like level 70 to 80 is one bracket. You get the brackets for levels. The tiers, yeah. Tiers, yeah. I mean, like anything, yeah. Level 10 to 19 PvP in RuneScape, it's not going to be exciting. It could get intense, though. It depends. I mean, for Mm free-to-play, I think that would be the best place for anyone to learn how to PvP because you don't involve special attacks. You don't have all this fancy equipment that has, you know hidden bonuses or blatant bonuses, like Justicer Armor, which is yeah. phenomenal for defense. Um, and you don't have, like, the Gmall or DDS. For free-to-play, It's you only have free-to-play. Learn how to combo your mage into range or your range into melee kind of deal. It's learn the simple mechanics before you move on to learning how to spec, because that's a huge part. Also, yeah. potting up. You want your Sarah Brews, you want your Stat Restores... You want your T to give you a little bit of special attack back. Like, there's a whole slew of things. Anglerfish to also boost your max HP. It's it gets more complicated in a good way, at least for that community. But it is stale with like how you can go about it, where you can go about it, and the yeah. content that's available for it. I think Wilderness needs a physical revamp and a mechanical revamp. I just think Wildy needs a rebirth. It does. The good old days. I remember when they first took out the Wildy and just threw Revenants in. It's like, no more PvP, but instead there are these low or high level ghosts that are way actually stronger than they appear. I'm trying to remember, what was the whole point of uh, getting rid of the Wildy? Was it like scammers or. It was scammers. It was all like at the same time they got rid of free trade. So it was like oh, more yeah. like exploitation of things and 
that's when the game really died for the first time mm-hmm. in terms of player count, and then they okay, finally yeah. brought it all back, and it was somewhat Either way, revived. it was very hated. They took away one of the most iconic things. I'm, I'm sure we've said this number of times, countless times. You see the dude with the rune scimitar, monk top, and the frog hat just going in the wildy, PvPing. Hell yeah, I ain't got... I look good while I'm killing. Let me just pick up all these dropped items and... Oh, a low-level player. Stab. If you haven't gone to a PvP world to pick up those dropped items, you haven't played RuneScape long enough. That, that was always a staple. At some point in time, you went to go pick up arrows or something that someone didn't pick up. And then you think, hey, I could do this. And, and then, then you, you equip involved. your stuff, you get involved, you die, and you're like, I don't like this game. <laughs> I lost all my wealth, and it was like full ruin. Full ruin. It's like, at the time, you know, that was expensive. But as you learn to play... and Even like, now, that's still a blow. It's a tough loss. Tough loss for free-to-play, for sure. At least for pay-to-play. At least in, ter- in terms of getting money. Like, I think mm-hmm. of Ruin now, like, I, I would be willing to risk full Ruin. I'm all right with risking that. Yeah, but I wouldn't risk it often. No. It, it, if I lost, like, two or three times, I'd be like, okay, maybe I should take a break. Yeah. It's getting a little bit pricey now. But, you know, that, that, that's the way. fun for PvP. Also, having having a group for PvP. Oh, yeah. Having a group for anything is always more fun. Oh, yeah. Boss killing. Um, maybe not Slayer. Slayer? They, they, mean, did, they got rid of co-op Slayer because it, was, it, it wasn't fundamentally great. It was whoever got the last hit on the monster got the bulk of the Slayer XP, mm. which was kind of booty. Because I think you could technically cheese how you would get Slayer XP if you were co-oping it, because you could have one person who has 70 Slayer, someone who doesn't, but you're both fighting, let's say, Abyssal Demons. And the guy okay. who's like severely underleveled all of a sudden just skyrockets in level. True. I, I mean, they could have probably tweaked it more if they took their time to look at how to balance it, but they just got rid of it entirely. By balancing it? Oh, I mean, yeah. Even then, even if it's a person with a lower slayer, you got to do their tasks... You could still cheese that. Yeah, yeah, you just carry them through all. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a... I can barely kill this thing. It's like, yeah, let me just one-shot it real quick. There you go, bud. Now you're up to my standard. And meanwhile, this guy's like combat level 40. But, yeah. the, but then you also have like the minimum requirements for combat levels and slayer tasks. So they, they could have made it work, but you know, it probably would have taken a lot of time. I mean, we're digressing well away from I mean, dead man mode itself. But it all interconnects. It's all basically PvP-oriented, grouping up, just making it more fun. I mean, Dead Man Mode, yeah, you're iron, so you can't necessarily group up, but you do have that protection in yeah. a way. You, you want to move as a squad in order to secure your... Your, your turf. Your, yeah, your turf, your bank. You know, Speaking of turf and PvPing, I mean, the Revenant Caves and the whole... Uh, clan versus clan in terms of holding down the Revenant Caves. Because Revenant Caves, by the way, are great for money. You want to make money? You go to Revy Caves. Technically, it's extortion, but I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it... it Isn't that basically what the whole point of clans is? Yeah. I mean, at this point, if there's clan wars, okay, who who does that? No one. That's more so like sanctioned events almost. you got to plan that ahead. No, you just go into the Wildy as a group... And do what you want. Do as you please. Maybe. All right. 
idea for the wildy, at least in revamping, make make more resource-heavy areas in terms of farming. So clans start owning territory, owning turf, and incentivize people to be like, let's have a clan. This is a great way to make money or like a great way to farm resources. Let's work together, hold it down, and just have our team get all these resources. And clans versus clans in order There's to only hold so it down. many servers and so many clans. Just imagine World 301. That's Reign of Terror. That's theirs. But 302, it could be something completely different. It's a different clan. Each clan has their home world and they're duking it out. And just imagine one day you're like, huh, let's see what's on uh, World 349, for example. Let, let's just uh, see who's running that place. Each clan just going world to world, doing what they want. We want to. Oh, let's have multiple worlds. Our clan is expanded. We got. We can have twenty five. We can. We can uh, afford to put twenty five players in this world and uh, twenty players in this world. Now, and let's see if we can hold down maximum resources. That'd be an interesting way to at least revamp wilderness. And at one point, you're just running around trying to, you know, collect wooden planks, and then you just see a sea of white dots. Oh lord. It's just full-on warfare between the two clans, 50v50. Make Wilderness all multi-way combat. No single-way combat in Wildy. All multi. I could see the argument for 1v1. Maybe in, like, the lower levels or certain areas. i say tw- uh, level 15 and lower. Because it's more competitive mm-hmm. if you're within 15 levels. But if you go beyond that, I think it should be well, all what multi. What if you're inside, like, uh, what was it, the Bandit Camp? There's the general store there where you get high elk prices. Oh, that could be I one think it's more than high elk prices. Is it? Yeah, it's it's. I worth know you get more than normal there. GE or normal general store, but even then, that's one v one. Because I don't want to be like multi combated. Everyone fires their arrows. You're instant killed. All right. All right. So say for so a few select for a few areas, areas. Yeah. Multi combat. That would be pretty interesting. Any anywhere where there's a shop or a, a vendor should be mm-hmm. one way. I guess. But then you do have the wandering vendors, but I don't think those should count. No. I mean, what are the wandering vendors? You just Team get capes. Team cape. <laughs> Team cape. Which would be, you know, also incentive for your clan. Or, I mean, shit, you could go into a... If you're using Ruin Light. If you're not using Ruin Light, you're not playing RuinScape, right? That's just a f- I learned that At this point, ago. it's too much quality of life. It is. It, it, Pretty sure even Jagex said, yeah, they passed. They're okay. Yep, it is a sanctioned, what would you call it? It's an launcher. okay third-party launcher. Yeah, it, it's sanctioned, which is nice. Although, or maybe, was it, yeah, Rune Light, maybe it was OS Buddy that also got the green light, but... Rune Light's better because you could add... Um, yeah, the plugins. The plugins, although it not, is very nice. not every Max plugin hit. is sanctioned, and if you get caught using the incorrect plugin, you can get insta-banned. Okay, yeah, no, not every plugin is equal. No. But I like how they finally okay. It, it was a goddamn battle to okay the OSHD plugin. It was a battle. The community oh, yeah. had to get that. involved. Everyone's like, "Dude, what's so wrong?" And they're like, "No, we're working on it now." It's like, "No, just you give can't it to do this it. guy. He did your work for you. Give it to him, please." I use it. I have HD on all the time. I like it. It's sexy. I think I still have it on. I do wish he added a, uh, I, I've seen videos covering like all these people working on HD plugins or uh, launchers. I wish he added one that uh, was included with these ones people are working on, um, a night and day, not cycle, um, but like you could change it like, oh, it's night, oh, it's raining, oh, it's snowing kind of Just deal. Just think, oh, 
If only we had that during the machinima days. The machi- back when machinima was known to still be the worst ever, but like still got quality animations from people willing to put up with it. Like good old Tanoob show. Tanoob show with the night and day. Rain. Snow. The, the potential. Oh. But yeah, no, Dead Man mode, definitely a fun mode worth trying out if you are really into PvP. If you want to learn, maybe don't start with it, but hell, if you want to do Trial by Fire, by all means, go right ahead and learn Trial by Fire. For me, it would seem like a nice teaser, a nice way to get my toes wet, thinking like, oh, once they do revamp PvP, hopefully with our suggestions to just liven up the wildy again, I feel like it would get you ready. It's not going to be as hardcore if they revamp anything, but it's still going to, like, it'll warm you up. So I think I want to try it then. Definitely. If they come out with another season, we got each other's backs. We'll try our bestest. I mean... Or I don't think everywhere is multi-way, though. No. Not in dead man mode? Probably not. I think there's a few areas that are multi, but not everywhere. That would seem hectic. Oh, would that would be, be awesome. There would there would be clans basically running the show, for getting into like the top two thousand for oh, sure, yeah. for sure. I guess it's related to dead man mode, but like I told you during our break, I have to make an honorable mention for a mode, darkscape. <sighs> Not even a mode. It's its own special its world. Its own world. It's its own game. Its own game. Back when RuneScape was in that gray area, it was not right quite after RS3, EOC. not quite old school, a merger of both. It had the world of RS3, everything about RS3, but the mechanics of OSRS. There I'm was trying no to remember. Bullcrap. When you died, you just lost your item, but you didn't lose experience, right? Nope. No XP lost. It's just world PvP. Yep. Everywhere. Nowhere was safe aside from banks. That was so fun. Because you're trying to just level up, and you get ganked. You see a bot, you kill him. I remember, I'm surprised very vividly, bots for that. there was Yanil. And so it was, like I said, gray area. Not quite RS3, but not quite old school. But it had the, I think you were saying, RS3 world map. So Yanil was still uh, the starting area where you learn a bit of everything. The tutorial. The Before tutorial. they brought back in Tutorial Island in a quest. It was, yeah. it was the tutorial area. I did not like it. It took much longer. It didn't really help you out. Sure, they gave you a few extra things, but eh, I didn't like it. Well, because RS3, um, you could get up to level 5 in all the member skills uh, if you were a free-to-play. You, okay. could, you could try out what it was like to play mm-hmm. with member skills, but they didn't let you go too far. So that's why, like, Birthrope, Yanil, or not Yanil, it wasn't Yanil. What was it? it? Tavalry. Oh, Tavalry. Tavalry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that well, area became places you never go to. Yes. Not no SRS. No one's in Tavalry. No one's in Birthrope. Unless you're doing quests. I, quick tangent. I mean, Tavalry, all you really do is, what was it, Druid? The Druid one? To get Druid herb lore? Yep. And then, and then run north for, to Birthrope for the Heroes Guild? Heroes Guild and the Troll Quest line. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, but they made it way more important in RS3 because that's where summoning is, and that's, mm-hmm. like, the best run for making summoning pouches and... All that fun stuff. Summoning was 
Uh, a lot of people liked it. A lot of people hated it. I think that's what really actually split the community because that was before EOC. Could have gotten my summoning level up, but I think I messed up, sold all the tokens, or dropped them all somehow. So yeah, I mean, it was, screw it. It was a it was a grind. <laughs> but I digress. Either way, Darkscape, vivid memories. There was the mine right there to the west, so we'd always go there because I think it was was it multi combat. No, I think it, no, was it was one way. It was one way, but we would we would each take turns on the specific bot that would keep coming in. And you just trash talk the bot. Bot be gone. Bot be Bot's gone. not welcome. Go, go, go. Free combat XP. Thank you. They they hit you once and then go back to mining. I think a few times we actually got a response. Because they'd hop on and be like, yo, my bot's not collecting anything. What the hell? And then they see two guys just like, hee, 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 <laughs> this is fun. I'm pretty sure if, if they would, uh, I'd always ask, you a bot? 15 <laughs> seconds, 20 seconds go by, no respond, initiate combat. All right, you dead. And if they respond, I'm like, okay, okay, you cool, you cool. For the time being. Just want to make sure, you know, uh, we keep our community safe, man. We keep them bots out. <laughs> Even then, it was just good memories. It was a nice, fun mode. Even though... I wasn't into PvP, really. It adds a nice element of surprise. You always got to stay on your toes. Didn't they... They gave everyone in the main game a reward if they played Darkscape, didn't they? What was it? I can't remember, but there was like, oh, we're canceling Darkscape, by the way, um, if your account oh, yeah. was a part of this. I think you got, like, a percentage, maybe half of the experience or a so. quarter. It, it was you a small You got some amount. experience, but unfortunately, it went into RS3. Yep. RS3, I had full bandos, I had god swords, I had all the cool stuff. And uh, when OS, RS came out, I was like, you know what? It's worth sacrificing all that grind to go back to how I wanted to play the game. Yeah. I mean, we could save it for the RS3 one, but the only thing I did like was probably, what was it, those special notes. Oh. Where you you special use it, and then it instantly banknotes an item. Yep. Those were very nice. Use it at the Blue Dungeon, Blue Dragons. I think that was uh, just south of Tavalry. It was the Tavalry, the Tavalry dungeon. dungeon. Use that and just boom. It basically paid for itself, selling everything, get free experience. Yeah, you, you tab all those, uh, note all the hide and dragon bones, but free money. That was EOC, so it w you, you just cheese it. Use all the stamina, heal up your health, go back at it. You didn't need food. You big up in between kills. Let me just zoom. All right, full health. Let's go back at it. I miss Darkscape. All the memes. Everyone celebrating before it just canceled. Everyone in Fally having a party. That's but, how it always is. Falador is the place to go to protest and party. <laughs> but I don't know. One day we'll get something like that again. Maybe. Hopefully without the downfall, without the negatives. Hopefully it's just uphill from here. One can hope, but it's, it all depends on the devs and, uh, I guess, the CEOs who clear things. Yeah, but we'll get there one day. All right, Kenny, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Oh, it's always a pleasure. It's always a fun time here. We, we like to make it have fun. That didn't make sense, but sure. <laughs> it's, either way, it's still fun. Got through some different modes, learned some stuff about Dead Man mode. Get to pick your brain on leagues, and we got to reminisce on Darkscape. All right. So, I'll see you back in Lumbridge. I'll see you there, bro. <laughs> <laughs>